0: She's passionate about the truth of God's Word, and will tell you like it is. Autumn Miles is best-selling author of three books, Popular Speaker, CEO, Wife of 17 Years, and Mom of 4 Kids, and not to mention, Everybody's Best Friend. With fresh biblical insight, she dares you to step out in raw faith.
1: guys, it's your girl Autumn Miles. Welcome to another totally fresh week of the Autumn Miles show. I am so glad that you're joining me today. I love you guys so much. I hope you guys, you know, here's the deal. We're in October now, like full fledged in October. To me, it is the best month of the whole year. On October 1st, I'm automatically in a good mood for like the whole entire month. I mean, I just, I love it. I love it when the leaves change. This morning we got up. I took my kids to school. It was 62 degrees. Like I am feeling good that it is October. So welcome to the show. Your host is in a super good mood today. And I love you guys so much. I want to tell you, you guys can follow along. um, Those of you that downloaded everything, if you haven't already on Facebook, Facebook and on Instagram. You can also email me at hello at autumn Okay. If you ever have a question, you know, we do these questions once a week. I've got a real doozy today of a question, but if you guys have any sort of question or comment or whatever, I, I do travel and speak to churches and stuff like that. Events, women, women's events, conferences. If you would like to have me come and speak, email hello at autumnmiles.com and we will, you know, see what we can do for you. If we can do it, we'll do it for you. Okay. But thank you for joining me today. We've got a heavy, heavy word with just kind of a lighthearted message attached. I know that was really confusing. I could have said that way better. But God really spoke to me last week, really with just one line and one verse. And we are going to lighten things up a little bit today. We have just come out of five weeks of the mind. We hit so many different avenues when it comes to your mind and what the scripture says about your mind. I, if you have not listened to the series I just came out of, I invite you to go back and to download or stream or whatever you do those that series okay we talk about fear and anxiety we talk about people pleasing we talk about being happy we talk about how to control your mind we just go there we talk about guilt and shame which is a huge one that so many people face that is a resource for you it's a resource to share with your friends listen here's the deal i know people right now are struggling with their mind. I know they are, okay? Satan is, is lurking like a roaring lion, seeing those that he may devour. I know he is trying to devour some of y'all and some of y'all's lives look pretty and all together, but your mind, your mind just your mind needs <laughs> some some Jesus, you know what I mean? Um we need the word to help us. So, go back and listen to that. We are going to do a much lighter message today, but I think it's going to be good and you're going to enjoy it. Okay. So this is what's happening in my life. My husband and I go away often as much as we can. Okay. We, the days are coming when my kids are going to leave the house. <laughs> the days are coming. We can hear it. Okay. We go away very regularly as we can. My husband said, "You know what do you want for your birthday this year?" If you if you are a first time listener, I just celebrated my 41st birthday. But I I said, "You know, I want time. I want time with you." And so we went to Disney. I love Disney. We, we love Disney. I think there's something about like the whimsicalness of Disney that I just love. Like me and Minnie Mouse, like we're best friends. I love her and she's incredible. But I, I love walking through the streets. I love the lighthearted music. And it's not just me that shares the love for Disney. Okay. There's lots of people out there. But that's where it took me. We spent a couple of days together. Now I had just turned 41. So my mind like is messing with me. I should listen to my own areas about the mind, right? So my mind is kind of messing with me. Like I'm not 40 anymore. 40, I rocked 40 so hard. It wasn't even funny. Like I was feeling so good about 40. But 41, you're closer to 50 than you are 30. And that just messed with my mind for a couple of days. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, like I'm going to need a walker here soon. Like what in the world? So we go to Disney and my favorite park is the Magic Kingdom. I love it. We go to Disney World, not land, World. And my husband loves Hollywood Studios. I'm not a huge fan of Hollywood Studios because it's hot. Like we need to plant some more trees in Hollywood Studios, people. Like we need some shade, some shelter. Okay. It's just hot. Like you just walk places and it's just hot. And then you turn left and it's hot. And then you turn right and it's hot and it's just hot and i don't like to be hot okay so in hollywood studios though i'm trying to make the most of it and i'm i'm really feeling oh my gosh i'm 41 i'm i'm like basically 75 at this point in my head like i've gone there like i have i have really blown up the fact that i'm 41 so much my husband is like oh my gosh <laughs> you need to chill like you are fine oh everything that you're thinking is not true so in hollywood studios there is a ride called Tower of Terror. Now, I I have ridden this ride. I don't even... I don't know how many times I've ridden it. A lot, okay? I rode it when I was younger. When I was in my late 20s, early 30s, I would take Grace. Grace is a beast when it comes to rides. She likes to ride every crazy ride there is. And she was riding, like, Tower of Terror. You know, as soon as it's, like, safe for the person to ride, she, w- she would want to ride it. And, you know, Eddie gets... He can't even watch someone walk in a circle. He gets dizzy. Like his equilibrium is so messed up. It's not even funny. So I'm always the one that has to take the kids on the crazy rides. Well, Tower of Terror. I rode it multiple times with Grace when I was in my early 30s. And then one day I got off. And I just made this proclamation to all of Hollywood Studios. And it was this, I hate this ride. <laughs> I absolutely hate this ride with every fiber of, I don't like it. It's not fun. I'm not having a good time. I really am terrified of this ride. I'm in my early thirties. I'm super old. I don't have to ride this ride anymore. Like I'm a grown woman. Okay. Okay. Because Tower of Terror, let me tell you just two seconds about this ride. If you go to Six Flags, it's like the Superman ride where it takes you up really, really high. Like, you know, a gajillion stories in the air and you're so super high. And then when you least expect it, you expect it, but you don't know when it's going to happen. It drops you and you literally free fall for like several stories. And it's horrifying. Okay, and I hate it. I don't like the Superman at Six Flags. I I don't even like to walk by it. It just, like, I have problems because I just, I just don't like it. It's just scary. Okay. However, I'm having maybe a midlife crisis for a day, and we're walking by Tower of Terror, and I'm like, you know what? I'm 41. I'm going to prove to myself. That I can still rock this ride and I am going to do it with so much dignity (laughs) and so much strength. And I'm going to show all these seven-year-olds in line how awesome I'm going to rock this ride. They're going to be screaming and I am going to be powerful. So... We get in line and Eddie's like, you don't want to ride this ride. He knows me so well. He's like, you think you do, but Autumn, like you don't, you don't need to ride this ride. Like you're, you're not old. Like, oh my goodness, chill out. But I'm in this line and I'm like, no, it's like a 10 minute wait, which never happens. And so, you know, we're, we're up to the front before we can even have a full conversation about whatever. And I realize when we get up to the front, you go in an elevator. I'm not a huge fan of elevators anyway, but it's the elevator that basically, supposedly falls, it, it doesn't break, but it's that like the whole idea of the ride is that the elevator breaks and you plummet stories down. Doesn't this sound like fun? And I'm like, okay, I hate this already. I don't want to get on it. But there is like a 75-year-old man to my right who he's like so excited to ride it. There's like two five-year-olds like standing in front of me. And they're like, you know, telling their mom, oh, this is going to be so fun. I'm like on the verge of tears. I'm breaking out in a full sweat. This is not, I I just looked at Eddie and I said, this is not going to go well. I, I wanted to ride it with such dignity and such power and such strength. And all of a sudden, like my back, it, there is beads of sweat dripping off of my back. We go and we sit in the ride. Okay. And there's this middle-aged man that sits right to the left of me. And then my husband sits on the right of me. And I immediately look at this man and I'm like, I'm just, I'm so sorry. Like, this is not going to go well. You probably are going to have to ride it again, but I'm just so sorry. Cause you sit in a row. And there's no, like, space between you. Like, you're, like, directly beside the party that you don't know. We go up. I'm the only one talking because I'm like, Eddie, is it dropping yet? Is it going to drop yet? Because it doesn't drop for, like, five or five minutes or so. And he's like, no, we're not there yet (laughs) because Eddie's uh, written it multiple times. And then we get to the point where it's just very obvious that it's getting ready to drop. I thought it dropped once. I thought that. Okay. When we dropped, it does not just drop once. It raises you up and it plummets you to what feels like your death six times at least. There is a picture that they took of me on this ride that we're going to share on social. You'll have to you'll have to see it. I am not just terrified. I am regretting my entire, like, I am like questioning every decision I have made to get me to this point in my life. Eddie said, when we got off the ride, cause I couldn't get off the ride soon enough. I was screaming. I was literally terrified. It was the tower of terror. I felt betrayed by everyone, by the people that were letting me in by Disney and Walt Disney himself. I just felt betrayed because it was so scary. And I get off the ride and Eddie was like, okay, so you're never writing that again. And I'm like, absolutely not. It was, so st- it was horrible. It was stupid. And he said to me, I think you were crying on the ride. And I think I was. And I realized as I walked with Eddie and we had the conversation about me not really being that old, it just does something to your mind when you're closer to 50 than you are 30. I have nothing to prove to any of these people. <laughs> I have nothing to prove to myself. I certainly have nothing to prove to my husband. I didn't need to ride the ride to validate the fact that I wasn't old. The truth is, is that I'm really not old. So guys, don't do stupid stuff like ride rides that you know you're going to hate just to prove to yourself that you're young. And that's, you know, my whole monologue today. I realized that was long, but I thought you guys might want to hear a little bit about my life. All right. After the break, we're going to have, I'm going to share with you uh, one verse today. We're just going to talk about one verse today. I think it's going to be really good. I think you're going to enjoy it. So catch me
0: right after break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more from Autumn right after this.
2: Are you looking for a passionate speaker for your next conference, church function, or fundraiser? Autumn Miles is the right fit for you. As the founder of the Autumn Miles Ministry, a live event ministry, Autumn has not only spoken at events around the country, she has planned and directed them. Autumn is a survivor of domestic abuse, and she is passionate about educating the church on how to effectively assist victims. Her message of hope and healing has been shared on the big stage internationally. Autumn is devoted to spiritually challenging people to draw closer to God. She is a passionate advocate for the Word of God, women, domestic violence victims, and adoption. To find out how you can book Autumn for your next speaking engagement, go to autumnmiles.com. Once you're there, just search the top of the index for the Invite Autumn tab. Click on it and scroll down for more information. Once again, that's autumnmiles.com.
0: And now back to the Autumn Miles Show. Here's your host, Autumn Miles.
1: Okay, guys, I am back. <sighs> Thank you for just feeling my pain in that monologue. I just really feel like it brought, I brought someone freedom. <laughs> That you do not have to prove anything to anyone. You just, you know, you just sit in your identity in Christ and you just know that, you know, God doesn't think you're old if you're only 41. He thinks you're just getting started. I mean, look at the nation of Israel. Speaking of the nation of Israel who wandered in the wilderness for 40 years, yes, we're going to talk about them again today. So I I really wanted to do a little bit lighter of a word because I've, I've probably, I would say maybe even more than 100, 100 plus verses I've given you in the last five weeks. So I personally really thought it was important to have just kind of a lighter week. And I want to share with you, now, God really speaks to me a lot. I'm constantly listening. I'm constantly pressing in, listening for his voice through his word, but also through his spirit. I I learned many years ago how to hear his voice for me, what it sounded like to me. And so when I hear his voice, I, I always internalize it myself, ask him, okay, what are you, what are you speaking into my situation? And then we a couple of weeks later, I will then share it with the world. I really feel like if God speaks to us, it would be selfish for us just to hoard that information. And so so which is why I do what I do. I'm constantly sharing what God has taught me over the years. This word came to me in a very interesting season of my life. We this is a, just a couple of weeks ago. There's a lot going on in our life that I will eventually share with you guys. Good things, all good things, all good things. But things are I would say six months to ten months ago, we were very confused about what God was telling us to do. Six months to ten months ago, you know, God started speaking to us about going in what looked like to man, to me and my husband, a wrong direction, okay? and it was it was crazy. we We knew what God was telling us. It was one of those asks of the Lord that we had to get confirmation for like a lot. Okay. <laughs> like, are you sure? <laughs> are you double sure? Are you triple sure, God? Do you know what's really right for my life? You know, you get prideful and stupid. Well, we were, we were asking God, you know, this doesn't seem right, but we know what you're telling us. And we decided to agree with God, like I talked to you guys about this, the last five weeks until our agreement became belief. And we did, we did exactly what he said. I'm happy to report. We did exactly what he said last year, even when it felt like it was the wrong direction. It actually did not make sense. I'm a big common sense girl. I've got a lot of street smarts over here even my street smarts were telling me this is not good okay but god was telling me otherwise and we obeyed exactly what god asked us to do that was about i don't i don't really remember it was it was a kind of a period of time because god told us i think about 10 months ago and then we wrestled with the lord a little bit and then we made the decision maybe about 6 months ago so I'm processing just what we've been through in the last year or so, and all of this will make sense one day when I tell you what we were processing, but it ain't going to be today. I'm sorry. And and a couple of weeks ago, the Lord moved in our life in such a way that we were not expecting. We had no idea where it was coming from. (laughs) God himself, that's where it came from. It was like an out of the blue suddenly moment. Where God showed up in the situation that we had followed him in, and he worked a very literal miracle in our life. Now, that encouraged us so much because we learned if we would have not listened to God last year, we probably would not have had this outcome. We had to listen to God last year in order to get this particular miracle in our life. Okay. And as I was processing this in the last couple of weeks and just, you know, when God works in your life, you're just kind of like, oh my goodness, I I, I didn't earn this. I, I don't deserve this. You know, grace, it's literally God's grace. I was processing through this miracle that he did, this opportunity that he has granted to my husband and I. And the Lord spoke so clearly to my spirit, and He said this, and I want to read it (laughs) because it's really short, but I still want to read it. He said this to me, The wrong direction to you, Autumn, might be the right way to me. I'm going to read it again. The wrong direction to you might be the right way to God. Immediately, he brought a verse to my mind, which I'm going to share with you. I I think I have recently talked about this, but put it in a different light. Exodus 13, 17 says this, talking about the nation of Israel. Now, when Pharaoh had let the people go, God did not lead them by way of the land of the Philistines, even though it was near for god said the people might change their minds when they see war and return to egypt egypt hence God led the people around by the way of the wilderness to the Red Sea and the sons of Israel went up in martial array from the land of Egypt. Now that's two verses, but I'm going to focus on Exodus 13, 17. I'm going to read it again for you. Now, when Pharaoh had let the people go, which was a big feat, by the way, I mean, this took a lot of of movement on God's part. I mean, his heart was hardened. He had to do 10 different plagues in order to for, for Pharaoh's heart to be softened in order to release them to go. So this was like a this was like a big thing that, that was happening. But once he did let them go, God then led them by the way of the Philistines. He did not lead them by the way of the Philistines, even though it was near. For God said, the people might change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt. Verse 18, hence God led the people around by the way of the wilderness to the Red Sea. And the sons of Israel went up in martial array from the land of Egypt. The wrong direction to you might be the right way to God. I, it stuck out to me kind of like a, a sore thumb because i think right now we are so desperate in our culture for stability we're so desperate in our culture for truth we're kind of all in this like you know we're we're all trying to move on with our life i think from the last couple of years i think we're we're all trying we're, we we've all had this huge Crazy year last year, and we're all trying to resettle this year. We have a lot of protection going on, self preservation going on. We want to make sure that we are okay. Our families are okay. We're, we're rebuilding after the last year and a half. And sometimes when we are in this like emergency mode, we will make decisions based on what looks okay to us and what looks stable to us because faith is hard. Faith is challenging, even in the best of times, even when the world isn't falling apart, faith is, is challenging. But especially in this time, when we're all in like this 911 emergency mode, we tend to want to control every direction, every angle of our life, every way that we go, everything that we do, because we are just trying to preserve and to protect ourselves and our family. And I want just to push on that a little bit today. There is no protection like in the center of God's will. I want to push on your faith a little bit today. I understand what it's like to see the sky falling left and right. And I do truly understand things that I will never share in a podcast. My husband and I have been through. So I I do truly get it. I understand when the sky is falling, you know, you kind of start freaking out and you want to control everything. And I, I want to press on that a little bit and tell you that true stability is found in obedience to the direction that God is asking you to go in, even if it seems ridiculous. Last year, the ask that God had put on Eddie and I's life seemed kind of ridiculous. <laughs> it actually seemed to contradict what he told us in the beginning. And that we we had to pray through that a lot. But he knew what was coming. He knew what our human tendencies were. So he asked us to go in what looked like a wrong direction, but to him, it was the right way. And a couple of weeks ago, he definitely confirmed that to us. The Israelites here are heading towards Canaan. And it's very interesting to me, and this passage has been interesting to me for 10 years, but it's very interesting to me that God saw what was in their heart. And because God saw what was in their heart, he took them, not, he took them, not the close way. He took them through the wilderness the long way, and he then gave a reason for it. The people, for God said, the people, Exodus 13, 17, might change their minds when they see war. Here's the thing. There was a quicker way to Canaan, but God decided the quicker way wasn't the best way. The quicker way wasn't the right way. The longer way through the wilderness was actually the right way for them. Why? Because he was concerned that they would change their minds and turn around and run back to Egypt and be in bondage for hundreds of more years from a people that he had just delivered them from. The wilderness took them around to where they faced an obstacle in front of them and an obstacle behind them. If you read into Exodus 14, you will know when they took this different way around through the wilderness up by way of the Red Sea, when they got to the Red Sea, they had the Red Sea in front of them. And then they had Pharaoh's army behind them. They were completely trapped. But God knew in this longer way, It would bring them to the Red Sea, not an easy passage by the Red Sea, to the Red Sea. And they would see his glory displayed in such a way that literally we talk about it every single day in the world because it was a phenomenal act of God. He took them what seemed like the wrong direction, but in his mind, it was the right way. So he could protect them from themselves and he could show them who he was all at the same time. And this thought just, you know, keeps penetrating in my mind. As we're in self-preservation mode, and we want to control everything that we do. And we don't really, it's, it's harder to step out in faith in this season of life, maybe for some. If God is actually asking you to do something right now that seems like the wrong direction, Obey from my own personal heart, someone that has just gone through this really weird ask of the Lord and have come out on the other side and has seen that God actually, this actually was the right way. From your sister to you, if he's asking you to go in a direction that just doesn't seem right, but you know that you know that you know that it's the Lord, know this. He just did that to me and my husband, and he also did that to the entire Nation of Israel. I want to tell you something about our God. He is our Father. He understands that some things are hard to wrap our heads around, especially right now. He's not looking at you to, like, you know, tally up how many bad decisions you've made or whatever. He's just wanting to lead you in the direction that would be best for you. When we come to the Lord and when we say, God, this doesn't seem right to me, but I know what you're asking me to do. There is so much grace and there is so much comfort and understanding in his presence. And eventually he will tell you the why, which is what he told the nation of Israel They're going to change their minds when they see war and they're going to go back to bondage. And I don't want that for them. So many times my children will come to me and, you know, the first thing that I do with my kids, especially when they've been in some weird situation, maybe there's like a bully at school or like there's, you know, a teacher that's given them a really hard something or a coach or something like that, a friend group. I kind of don't understand what's going on. They'll come to me as their mom, I'll hug them, always love them first, I always do that, console them, say, I understand that you don't understand. And then they'll look at me and they'll say, Mom, what do you think? What do you think I should do about this situation? And then I have the freedom to tell them, "Okay, well, this is what I think you should do about this situation. If I do that for my kids and you do that for your kids, how much more does our Heavenly Father want to put His arms around us and say, I know you don't understand what's going on in your life right now. I'm going to comfort you. And when you ask, I'm going to give you clear direction for your life. I am a 41-year-old child of God. I do this all the time even if you don't understand there's grace for you not understanding why God is asking you to go in a direction but he also knows when he asks you to go in what looks like the wrong direction he will eventually show you the why he asked that of you and it will make sense just like a couple years ago exodus 13:17 I want to leave this for you. And I said this was going to be a really much, much lighter week. Now, when Pharaoh had to let the people go, God did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines, even though it was near, even though it was near. For God said the people might change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt. That's a verse of the day. Maybe you guys should read that (laughs) if God's asking you to do something crazy. And trust His wisdom, His provision, and His goodness over your life. All right. I love you guys so much. Catch me right after the break. We're going to do a question from one of you. I'll see you in a sec.
0: We'll be back with more from Autumn right after this.
2: Does it seem like God is answering everyone's prayers but yours? Do you want to see results from your prayer life? Do you feel as if you are a professional Christian with an amateur prayer life? If so, Autumn's latest book, Gangster Prayer, is for you. Autumn Miles wrote Gangster Prayer because she herself experienced disappointment from years of praying with little results. Gangster Prayer will show you how to unlearn bad habits in prayer and build your prayer life on a foundation of faith and not doubt. Get your copy of Gangster Prayer today at autumnmiles.com or anywhere books are sold.
0: Be sure to follow Autumn on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Autumn Miles in your internet browser. And now back to the Autumn Miles show. Here's your host, Autumn Miles.
1: Okay, okay, okay. We are back from the break. Now I have a very interesting question from my new best friend, Patty. Hi, Patty. She left me a question is not a softball question. So, I'm going to answer this as best I can knowing this, Patty. I don't know the context of your, of, of your reasoning for asking this question. I'm just going to tell you, you know, 30,000 foot answer, okay? The question is this, and I think it's a really good one. I feel like God is laying out right, left, or straight forward. Patty thinks that God is saying, you can go right, you can go left, or you can go straight forward as my next step. And I don't know which way to go. Would God allow multiple ways to choose? I don't know how to begin to move. Now, this is an interesting question because yes, clearly God in, in some, some cases, you know, where it's like, where are we going to eat for dinner? Well, you know, we could eat tacos, we could eat burgers, we could cook, you know, there's a lot of different things that we could choose. Okay. So yes, in some circumstances, yes, I do believe that God says, you know, what do you want to do? What do you want to do in this decision? But there are other circumstances that I do believe if it's a huge decision, we can get clarity from the Lord. Okay. I want to read you this verse, Patty, and we need to get clarity from the Lord because it is a life altering decision. Okay. Such as who you marry, (laughs) such as where you move to such as what job you choose. Now, there's always grace if we get it wrong. And trust me, your girl has got it wrong a lot. And God, there's been a lot of grace for that. And I do believe that God has come in and kind of restored the years that the locusts have eaten in my life when I made a decision that I don't think was God's will. But Patty, I want to tell you this. Proverbs 16, 9. It says this, the mind of a man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. The mind of a man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. There has been a lot, just like I just shared before the break. There's been a lot of times when I have planned my way and then the Lord has come in and he said, uh, 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 that's not what I I know this is what you planned, but I actually want you to move in this direction, okay? If God is truly telling you, you can go right, left or straight forward, listen, that's between you and God. I would triple confirm with his word, get wise counsel on that direction for your life. Can he say that? Absolutely. Of course he can. God can do whatever he wants. But if you're telling me from this question, I don't know how to begin to move. It sounds like to me, Patty, you're a little confused. Respectively, you're confused. I've been confused a lot in in my life. If you don't know how to begin to move, I would take the time, if you're confused, not just to move wherever, but ask God to clarify further. And that's okay. Okay. OK, it's OK to say, God, I feel confused because I don't know which one would be the best. Now, maybe he has said go in three different ways. But if you are feeling confused as to, I don't know which way to move, ask him to clarify further. God will speak to you and you will see just like it says. Let me let me turn to this passage in Isaiah. There's been multiple times in my life where I've been like, Okay, Lord, I think you're telling me this, but I'm not quite sure. I'm not going to move. I'm not going to move until you speak to me further because I don't want to get this wrong. There's a passage in Isaiah that says this, Isaiah 30, 21. Your ears will hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it whenever you turn to the right or to the left. God will give you clear direction if you are still confused as to which way of the three options you can go, okay? So my counsel to you would be spend a little bit more time in prayer. I do think that he can do that. I do think that he does do that. But in your situation, gleaning from your question, it sounds like you might be confused still about what God is telling you, okay? I hope you're not really confused about my answer, but that is my answer for this question. Let me pray us out. Lord, we love you today. We thank you that you are the God that leads. You are the God that guides. You are the God that provides. You are the God that is, you are more interested in us than any relationship that we have in our life. You love us more than our own moms and our own dads and our own spouses. You are so obsessed with us, Lord, that you desperately want to lead us, to guide us into that abundant life that you promise, believers. Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you that you speak to us. We thank you that you are the great resource that literally wants to guide us through our life. We thank you for your wisdom, Father, in our life. We thank you that we can approach you anytime we want, Lord, for for clarity, for direction. And we thank you that you talk back to us. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for everyone who was listening today. God, I pray that you would bless them. I pray that you would bless this podcast in the name of Jesus. May we reach people with hope, and the gospel for your name and for your name only. It is in the powerful name of Jesus, I pray.
0: Amen. Love you guys. I will see you next week. Have an awesome week. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Autumn Miles Show. To find out more, go to AutumnMiles.com. There, you can book Autumn for your next speaking engagement. Her inspiring message will be sure to engage and touch the heart of your audience at your next conference, church event, or business function. While you're online, you can find out how to order Autumn's latest book, Gangster Prayer. Our prayer is that this book will lead you to an intentional and passionate prayer life that is in sync with the heart of God. Go to autumnmiles.com to order your copy today. As we close, remember that you can follow Autumn on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search for Autumn Miles in your internet browser. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Be sure to join us next time for another edition of the Autumn Miles Show.